Good evening. It's been a while. I get lazy and forget my obligations, but I go crazy if I paid attention all the time. A little Chris Christopherson for you. Boy, does it hit home. You know, in the late 19th century, Walt Whitman spoke directly to America's youth warning them of the temptation to see the whole form of politics as beyond redemption and to be carefully kept away from. He described Washington as a place of corrupt parties, half-brain nominees, and a many elected failures and blatherers. I'm not real sure what a blatherer is, but I bet he could have said that last Thursday. I don't know about you. Um, but I get to the point of saturation where if I had one more political thought, I think I'd lose my mind. I'd like to spend more time pursuing happiness and less time mired in political arguments. I'd rather be hanging out with kids and dogs. I'd love to float the boat more often and make it to a college football game or two. Be with friends and family. Maybe take my wife back to St. Augustine, Cross Creek, Savannah, Asheville. I'd like to write more about all that and none of this. But I am bound, as we all are, by our responsibilities to each other and to our country. We are reminded by Whitman that we can be both spiritual and political, both shallow and deep. I have a duty to inform myself, to engage, to scribble mindless political gibberish on a yellow legal pad when I should have my full attention devoted to the World Series or Monday Night Football. I have the obligation to speak out, even if no one is listening. And perhaps right alongside my duty is my opportunity. We here in America are blessed with the right to be heard, the chance to try to make a difference. Politics matters. And this is why I find myself on the porch reading Barry Goldwater's autobiography instead of enjoying the evening with music and a good piece of literature. Here I am, still looking for answers. It was a trail of deceit, Goldwater said, that plundered the generosity and goodwill of millions of Americans who wished desperately to believe that their president was not a liar, among other things. That was Goldwater, the magnificent conservative of the 20th century. Speaking of Nixon and Watergate, he went on to call it the manipulation and misuse of the vast American storehouse of big-heartedness. And that's what history will condemn. Maybe this helps a little to explain why so many of my fellow citizens still doggedly support President Trump. They, they too seem to be wishing desperately. Personally, my politics 
is no closer to Goldwater than it is to Barry Sanders. I'm somewhere in the middle, I guess. But both men are men of character and worth listening to. I'm just a history teacher, but my love for this country and its institutions, my love for the Constitution is marrow deep. And I believe that we are all honor-bound to protect the legacy of those who came before us. President Trump sits where Kennedy and Reagan sat. Let him speak as they spoke. The office of the president was once occupied by Washington, Lincoln, Roosevelt. Each president should be held to their standard of behavior. This nation's problems didn't begin and end with the president, this president. He is as much a symptom as he is a cause, an ominous one, but a symptom just the same. And I've said before, I think we know better. And that's what Barry Goldwater was talking about. There is indeed a vast American storehouse of big-heartedness and it's being manipulated and misused. It is what it is. To excuse or defend the president's misbehavior or out-and-out -out wrongdoing is wrong. Regardless of your politics, regardless of your distaste for the political opposition, it is having the effect of normalizing such behavior and we'll never be able to get the genie back in the bottle. And of course, none of us is without sin. There is a fake left, or dummy punditry, as my friend likes to call it. And they can be just as poisonous. Hatred for the opposition and desire to regain power have stripped many of you of civility. You have the audacity to attack one of your own, the character of Bernie Sanders. Regardless of whether his politics is agreeable or not, he's got more integrity in the crack of his ass than any other elected official has in his or her whole, whole body. Shame on you. I'm tired. <clears throat> no, I'm exhausted by the fraudulence of our politics. We the people, this is the dark part by the way, heads up. We the people, the rich, the poor, and everybody in between. The idealistic and the cynical, the left, the right, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We have all taken this incredible human experiment and dragged it through the mud. So many of us are so certain that we're right, that we walk with the assurance of sleepwalkers. So many of us claim to know true north. But as Lincoln might have said, what is the idea? What's the use of knowing true north? We have no way of knowing each hazard that lies between here and there. So what is the purpose and of having a moral compass if you just cherry pick the times you use it? What good is it if you're unwilling to navigate around the bogs and the swamps and the quagmires. Let's all remember who created this mess. Our apathy 
our intolerance, our greed and warped sense of entitlement have all contributed to this present condition, and it will be the citizenry who cleans it up, ultimately. Look in the mirror. In a country where anything goes, everything eventually will. I keep believing that each of us will finally have our Goldwater moment. When we stand and say, Mr. President, I cannot and will not support you. Our past is riddled with optimists, though. Here comes a little more sunshine. Among the biggest was old Walt Whitman. Uh, the old poet laureate of democracy pleaded with those young people he talked to not to turn their backs on the system. Always to inform yourself. Always do your best. Always vote. And I plead with you to do the same. Whitman believed that despite the political disarray, America was going to be okay. He worried, though, specifically about those who shirk their duty and turn away from the political circus, thinking that the mess is beyond fixing. I suspect those folks aren't watching this right now. <laughs> I leave you with this. Am I young enough to believe in revolution? Am I strong enough to get down on my knees and pray? Am I high enough on the chain of evolution to respect myself and my brother and my sister and perfect myself in my own peculiar way? I get lazy and forget my obligations, but I'd go crazy if I paid attention all the time. I want justice, but I'll settle for a little mercy. Thank you, Chris Christopherson, for that, those words. And thank all of you who made it to the end of this. Jim McGinnis, Fair Winds, 